Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May.
what a magnificent way to start this week's independent music podcast. It is the sounds of Al Doom and the Farids. One with Nature is the name of the track. It's taken from their fifth LP called Freaky People, which is out, I think, right now on Black Sweat Records. Nice. Yeah, while that was on, I was desperately flicking through my phone, trying to find my Baby Agassi in-between band playlist from a few years ago because I had a track from that band that I played between bands at gigs. And I couldn't remember for the life of me what it was. And I can let you know that it was Sinai by Aldo the Farron's absolutely brilliant tune. And it's, uh, God, I'd completely forgotten about them. <laughs> so bad. So very good to, uh, happy to hear and just be reminded of them. Yeah, no doubt. The last time we played Al Doom and the Farrods on this podcast, episode 56, way back when. And yeah, it was recorded from a balcony in Barcelos, Portugal. We were talking about this off mic last week about uh, pre-microphone days. It might have been part of the pre-microphone era. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. After we came back in, so after 42, whichever one that one is, we definitely had one microphone. We were sharing one microphone. It took us well into the hundreds before we decided that a second microphone might be needed. And even now, I'm sort of stooped over propping <laughs> my microphone up. I have uh, gone from a broken 12-inch record to a, a small box instead. But here we are still holding it together. And if you can hear my cat in the background jingle jangling, that is because having been asleep literally all day, as soon as we started recording, she's up and at She's it. decided that now is the time for it. But yeah, a little bit on Al Doom and the Farids. Yeah, like I said, it's their fifth album. Most of their releases have been released on Black Sweat Records out of Italy. They are based in Milan. Their last one was called Spirit Rejoined, came out in 2018. So it's their first record for a fair few years was on Black Sweat, but also pod favourites, Le Disque de Bongo Joe. Yeah, I think that's where I remember them from. Before we go on to my first one, I just want to say that this week's episode is once again brought to you by State 51. Thank you so much, State 51, for extending the sponsorship for another few months, me and Gareth absolutely delighted to still have you guys on board and i thought i'd have a slightly different message probably know the, the basic state 51 stuff by now but they're opening a pop-up record shop in uh, shoreditch from the 10th of december and none other than podcast favorite pie corner audio is playing live to launch the shop it is in swanfield street in shoreditch money raised from it. it's going to be going to the white travel mission homeless shelter and yeah, you can find all sorts of uh, State 51 good stuff in there, including, as we've talked about before, Ghostbox Records, Low Recordings, Piconor Audio, and many, many more. Sounds good to me. What are you going to bring to this week's pod first? Like last time when I was saying we've had some ones come in and come out, I've got all sorts and I've stopped and swapped and got some absolutely wonderful music here. I want to play you music from Canada first, from an artist I absolutely adore that I've brought to the UK a couple of times for gigs. She's called Tanya Tagak. She's an Inuit throat singer from the north of Canada. She releases on Six Shooter Records. Her new record is called Tongues, and this is a single from it called Colonizer.
There we go. That is the unmistakable, if you like a muse known for her previous record, the sounds of Tanya Tagak. The record's called Tongues. Love the song. Not a big fan of the artwork. Don't use that one for our uh, cover. I was actually thinking the exact same thing, but as I know, if you zoom in on it, it could work quite nicely. But I suspect live that song goes on for way longer because you could just imagine that thumping back in. Yeah, um, the last gig I did with her was at the Borderline. May it rest in peace. I guess that was 2018, something like that. And she was absolutely magnificent. Yeah, she's a throat singer, mixing between sort of uh, Inuit throat singing techniques and sort of, sort of quote unquote normal singing techniques. And she amazing live. She's also just an absolute blast of a person as well. Just so fun, such a great character. And I think her records are absolutely brilliant. I think she's amazing live. And the record is called Tongues. That track is called Colonizer. The album from 2016, uh, also released on Six Shooter, who released all of her records, or at least all of her ones recently, Retribution was the one that I got to know her with. She'd done an EP, Toothsayer, that's to go with a book she wrote. But she's got one before, Animism, another one, Orc Blood, from 2008, that I do not know at all. So I definitely need to check that out. Yeah, no, I remember you put her on a Corsica Studios here in London, in Absolutely. Elephant and Castle, and it was February and she was complaining about the cold, which was <laughs> pretty amusing for someone who'd just flown in from Canada the like, same day. You're from the north of Canada. It's literally frozen out there all the time. <laughs> Different type of cold, mate. Exactly. That's what she said, wasn't it? It's that sort of damp, wet cold that really gets in your bones that London does. Yeah, exactly. Um, I am going to change it up quite a lot. Uh, right now, it's, this is sounds of Tristan Arp. He's an artist based out in Mexico City these days. Quite a wide variety of music that he's put out over the years. A lot of singles. He had one on uh, 12-inch that we played uh, that he released on Banoffee Pies last year. Yeah, we played it on the pod. Is that I was like, I'm sure I know this artist. Yeah, but a, a lot more sort of glitchy and dancey, that one. Uh, this one is more sort of ambient, broken beat. Uh, I sort of said a bit field recordings-y in a way. The blurb here, it's, uh, it's an otherworldly record populated by knotty modular textures, blossoming floral melodies, tight pointillist rhythms, and glossy acoustic instrumentation. What word was that? Pointillist. pointillist. Any idea what it means? No, <laughs> I, I, I don't. But um, it makes it sound pretty awful, but you sort of understand it when you listen to the music. It's very organic, sort of sounds almost, like I say, almost field recording-like. In a sense, it's a really beautiful record. Uh, the album is called Sculpture Gardening. It's by Tristan Arp. It's released on Wisdom Teeth, and this is called Foraging Music.
there you have it sounds of tristan arp the track is called foraging music taken from his record sculpture gardening uh, released on wisdom teeth yeah second play in as many weeks of wisdom teeth right? exactly correct yeah last week we played uh, kay lone who is uh, the co-founder of said label and yeah like i said he's based in mexico city and yeah here's a bit of a quote from it again it's like the record was born from a process of collaborating with machines using modular synthesizers to generate probabilistic god they've used a lot of words i can't say in this um (laughs) a lot of words that don't know what they mean melodies and rhythms with the artist taking on the role of the sculptor and curator throughout the boundaries between the organic and digital are playfully blurred we hear synthesizers played by guitars emotive and distinctly human melodies generated by modular circuits digital percussion drummed by hand and live cello processed with a digital finish and it is he says with the album he wanted to approach music like gardening i approve of this yeah i collaborated with machines inspired by the way a gardener collaborates with the earth and yeah it goes on to talk about it is accompanied by a physical installation over in mexico as well uh, which opened back in october but the record has just recently come out Nice. Going to take the pace down. One for you to to dive into, as I feel like I say reasonably regularly on the podcast. I want to play you a track by Canadian violinist Jessica Moss. More Canadian music. I've got two Japanese records this week. Nice. I've played Jessica on the podcast before, but I feel like I've played her more than I have because her songs are often like 10 minutes long. So sometimes I, I end up having her on my list and then cutting them <laughs> when I'm like, oh, I need, oh, there's another amazing song I want to play. Okay, I'll cut the one that's 10 minutes long. but this one this ain't getting cut this is absolutely beautiful it's called Distortion Harbour it's from her latest record it's called Phosphanes carrying on the words I don't know what they mean she releases on Constellation Records this is Jessica Moss
There we go. Beautiful headphone music there. Like Phosphines is the name of the song. Distortion Harbour is the name of the album. She releases on Constellation Records. She's done a number of albums with them, some of which we featured on the podcast. She spent 15 odd years with uh, the Silvermount Zion, the Silvermount Zion Orchestra, which is probably the best known project that she's with. She's played at least one show for me in London and she was supposed to support Big Brave on tour that was unfortunately uh, nixed because of COVID. And it's a different support when Big Brave are coming back next time. But uh, no doubt I'll get her back for shows soon. She's a great live act. Yeah, fingers crossed. And yeah, definitely nice that we're recording in a dark, soft room. It sounds very lovely <laughs> in here, I imagine, on headphones. It's going to sound beautiful as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. I just finished listening to our latest episode as I walked up here. As soon as Gareth finished on my headphones, he was there in front of me. It's the way I like it. Yeah, it's just always my <laughs> subtle tone. <laughs> Beautiful velvet, non-stop. That's, that's it. I am going to play some music now from Japan. I know very little about the artist. It's uh, Y-A-M-A uh, with uh, periods between each of the letters. Uh, it's from an album called Strobe, and it's released on a record label called Gorge In. Gorge In is a label we played, what, 10 episodes ago yeah 339 i'll say what i said on that podcast which is since their foundation in 2012 they have played a central and representative role for acquaintance of gorge music in japan oh god i remember i recognize the name but not about the fucking mountaineering and stone and stuff isn't it god i remember exceptional memory today um, <laughs> gorge is a music genre which is inspired by rock climbing and mountaineering originated in the club scene of the mountainous areas of nepal and india DJ Nanga, who is an unidentified prominent climber and said to be one of the Himalayan giants originators of Gorge, formulated Gorge Public License. The rules of Gorge Public License, as we've talked about before, number one, use toms. Two, say it Gorge. Three, don't say it art. <laughs> this is all worth repeating, 100%. Absolutely. Every, I'm going to play them every single week and repeat the same thing. Uh, anyway. Anytime we play them, you give the rules of Gorge. Yeah, well, there's no blurb that ever comes with any of these. Um, but it's a Japanese label. And yeah, the artist, Y-A-M-A, the album is called Strobe and this track is called Red 2.
while that was on, we were sort of 75% enjoying it and 25% discussing if that was following the rules of Gorge, whether the, <laughs> that, that was a Tom or not. I, I'm presuming that it is because they sound very serious about the rules of Gorge. Well, it's got a proper license, mate, so it's proper Gorge. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yes, Gorge, Yama, Y-A-M-A, uh, with periods in between. Red 2 is the name of the track. It's uh, released on the label Gorge In. A record is called Strobe, uh, gorge-in.bandcamp.com. And uh, you know what? I'm going to split between the lines because there's no blurb about any of the artists on this. I'm going to assume it's all DJ Nanga, who's the person apparently behind the label, the unidentified person, probably hit them, I should say, making all the music. Um, but no. Nothing else to really say about it, apart from if you like that sort of thing. And I love, I was going to say, I love the art of it all, the whole piece, but you don't call it art. <laughs> then it's fantastic. Another classic. I mentioned in the last podcast that um, I nearly didn't play the track because from Thank It Was, because I thought we played him really recently. And um, Clark, the wonderful London uh, producer, has a new song. And I was like, oh, Gareth played him not that long ago. And I just checked 12th of August, 2019. <laughs> I'm sure we played a, a, a Oh, I know why. It's because we played Clotang. That's the one, yes. That's the one. I was I was like, we must have played it more recently than that. I was gonna say it was definitely not two years ago. Okay, here we go. Second of August 2021. There you okay, go. so we did play a collaborative project. Clark is the moniker of Ben Clark, producer out of South London. As we mentioned, we did that Clotang record, done a lot of collaborations with various people uh, on his own Wear records and uh, definitely guesting on other ones. But this is just under his own name, no collaborations. Was As we're seeing quite regularly now, like we mentioned with the Valve album on a sort of 40 copies lathe cut, this also was on a very limited run, 19 copies that's all sold out because of people outside of the industry. Or, um, actually, I reckon pretty much everyone who listens to this podcast is a regular record buyer, or at least most of them is huge backlogs so artists and labels trying to figure out the best way forward and that's one thing they're doing is take going to the sort of uh, no master one-off press so we can get one press for whatever for 15 20 quid a copy and sell it on for 30 quid or whatever and then there you go you get to have a physical record this the record i think it's an album an ep whatever you want to call it it's called oscillate and shimmer and this track is called send it and it's quite the weird banger
Quite the weird banger is correct, I would say. <laughs> yeah, two minute 40 is nowhere near long enough for that. But there is a bunch of tracks on this record here. And, you know, when you're doing them on vinyl, you've got to fit them in. That track is by Clark Send It from the Oscillate and Shimmer album. Just him on production for that one there. But there's got quite some guests on some of the other songs. Sort of broken drum and bass. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know what to call it. Something like that. I'm going for broken drum and bass. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Sort of like half gets going, but then I imagine if you're playing it live to a crowd, you can lean into the dancier element, keeping it going for that. But no, it's a wicked track. It's all sold out on that 19 issues, uh, but you can pick up just the digitals, whatever, on sfxspace.bandcamp.com. That's a record. SFX is a label out of Berlin in Germany. I'm going to play something now that is 10 copies is it race down to minimum? Ten copies. And it's with Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> no, this is... Uh, ten, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, maybe we could do that. Uh, this is ten copies uh, but of cassette, and you can't buy them online. You've got to email them and get it sent over from Uruguay. It's released on a record label called Chap Records. So uh, we, we have played in the past a sort of experimental music label from Uruguay. And this record is from uh, Zapatillas, which is a, they really, I don't know much about the artist or the band, but the record is really lovely. Um, it's what I've described, well, what Trunk Records would probably describe as fuzzy felt folk. So it's this sort of almost childlike folk music that, you know, uses sort of instrumentation you would expect to hear on children's TV shows and things like that. And um, like I say, the artist is called Zapatillas, the album is called El Rio Vacho, and this is the title track.
There you have it, Zapatillas El Rio Vacho. I did find out what it means. It means the empty river, is that what it means? And yeah, you were saying there was a time in my life yeah. where, what was it? I yeah, only yeah. listened to me. I was like, I've known uh, my esteemed co host for a long time now. And there was a time when Gareth was absolutely all about music like that. Sounds a bit like Malashaba. Malashaba Hashbaz. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Mahashala Hashbaz. That's what I'm looking for. I was just like, oh my God, it's catching. <laughs> I only had about half a beer. Deary, but, deary, me. But, um, yeah, no, it reminded me of that, that sort of, like, really lo-fi sort of uh, folk. Yeah, and we played Tori Kudo on the podcast not too long ago, and we played Malahalal Shasbaz on a, appeared on a release on Phantom Limb couple months back the i forgot the name was it it was the short film wasn't it where they had a couple of artists who were doing a soundtrack to it it's a great record uh, not that i can remember the name of it <laughs> well next one for me is by an artist called grove i'm doing some work with the lewis and of culture doing some shows in south london next year and i had a meeting with someone from the x venue record shop sister midnight uh, they are currently in the middle of a campaign to try to buy a pub and music venue in lewisham called the ravens born arms if you get a chance check out they're on a sort of gofundme type thing they've raised nearly two hundred thousand pounds out of five hundred thousand and it's pretty damn incredible i found her a pretty uh, inspirational sounds cheesy but anyway i thought she was absolutely great people can be inspirational <laughs> yeah and um their latest fundraiser they're doing the fox and Furkin quite venue local to me in Lewisham is headlined by this person Grove and I just had no idea who she was and I was chatting to um, Ben Clark him of Clark on the previous song who works with me at Babby Yaggers and he was like oh yeah Grove like she's an amazing artist from Bristol releases on Bocca and I was like releases on Bocca you know like I would have thought I would have come across it like the amount of me bloody pay Bocca versions on this podcast but there it was and I checked her out and then who it is Lo and behold, it's a new release coming out this week. It's absolutely banging, sort of brilliant left field sort of dance hall. This track is called Skin to Skin by Grove. Skin to skin and go out and in. Skin to skin and go out and in. Skin to skin and go out and in. Me know what be self-service, service. Me want to feel a little nervous. Me want more than transactional purchase I want to see under the surface Me now want the self-service service Me want the whole damn circus Me want skin to skin and go out and in Ah, that girl like me deserve it, serve it nah. 
Me no want a self-service Me want something that I got touch up me cervix mm. Heat it up like a furnace Want to connect and make this vibe a full circuit uh, Don't need no man for the puff that I'm on Grove a batty girl I procured the pom-pom yum-yum Eating it up like them soon mm. A proud vocal, yes I've been one Did a stutter, check it out and spread it Just like margarine butter Look me in the eye and make my whole body flutter Now you hit it back when the ties them a jata, 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 jata Ah. You know what be self-service, service Me want to feel a little nervous yeah. Me want more than transactional purchase I want to see under the surface yeah. Me now want be self-service, service Me want the whole damn circus Me want skin to skin and go out and in ah. Like you like me, deserve it Skin to skin and go out and in And rip it and it twist around Treat it like a bop it from the head to the ground See you lift it and it smash it, call that pound for pound Get the body moving to 40 see more sound Now, now, getting hot, we need to get a little breezy I like a bag, yeah, look, come and bring a little steezy Cold as well, come on and get a little freezy Confidence, yeah, that's what makes me little easy Self-service, no, it ain't no time for that I want connection to a soul that ain't a rhyme for that I chat bad and back it up, yeah, there's a sign for that Sagittarius, bitch, you better ride with that Ha. Self-service is blessed but me now want it I put the toys to rest and I'm gonna flaunt it Who's gonna catch this? Who's gonna, who's gonna, who's gonna catch this wine? Cause you know what we self-service, service We want to feel a little nervous We want more than transactional purchase I want to see under the surface We know what we self-service, service We want the whole damn circus We want skin to skin and go out and in a you like me, deserve it, serve it Skin to skin, more out and in That is the sound of Grove. The track is called Skin to Skin from the Spice record. There's a bunch of tracks there up on Bandcamp. You can just the whole, the whole record's there. On that track there, it says additional production by Yokel and on a, also additional production by Robin Stewart, one half of Giant Swan, on a couple of the tracks on there. So a lot of Bristol-based action there. And if you like that, you can get a Spice the Fragrance 50 mil with your digital as we mentioned the incredible backlog of vinyl whatever these people trying to get creative on what they can sell and uh yeah you know a couple of years ago it was the uh hardcore potion hardcore potion that was it <laughs> and now you can get spice the fragrance yeah i mean uh, none of which are better than the ramstein dildo box set <laughs> nothing better than <laughs> like that's their actual penises well, well maybe apparently it is well there's a range <laughs> 
There's a range of uh, sizes there. But... <laughs> and shapes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Spice the Fragrance edition of 20 Homemade. I'm just imagining them making that. Have you got your spice, Gareth? Mm-mm. No, not yet. I mean, it, because of it's called Spice and because of the redness of the cover, it, make, it just makes me think of Old Spice. And, you know, oh, 100% makes me think of Old Spice. That's all I can think of. The Old Spice Man. Yeah, Spice the Fragrance, parentheses, not the drug. It's like... It wasn't well, where my head well, went to. Well, June just came out, didn't it? Oh, cool. well, no, Spice the Drug, but also, is Spice in Dune the drug? Is that what, it's like they control the spice fields. Exactly, I guess, um, is it a drug? I don't know, yeah, it's a sort of a substance that's used in uh, interstellar travel. But, but Spice on Earth is a drug. Is it? Oh, I yes, don't know. it, it is. is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what they're talking I about. Know about. I only know about fantasy novels. And uh, did, have you, did you watch the new Dune? I have, yeah. Is it good? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, more or less than Sting in his pants. I really have a soft spot for that David Lynch uh, film, but uh, I'd say objectively this is probably a better film. Okay, and Sting in his pants? This film would have been improved by Sting in his pants. Good, good to know. So last one from me is from the inimitable M Records or EM Records uh, out of Osaka in Japan. They, they they release some fantastic new contemporary music, but they've also got this increasing, or maybe not increasingly, but incre- I mean, noticing it increasingly, prominent line of finding fairly recently released, but quite lost records. So music that's essentially been released with a very few number of copies on a on a sort of a cassette or a CDR or something along those lines, and then re-releasing them in like beautiful packaging on all sorts of different formats. I think of M Records as being like a pretty big label. Does that, yeah. does that make sense to you? Possibly. Or am I just like, it's classic that when you run a podcast like this, you like you think of it's a massive label and it's actually like a one-person operation selling a couple of records. But I, I feel like it's a, a quite a big indie out there, is it maybe? I've got no idea. Maybe we'll reach out to them and say, are you a big indie? I suspect. <laughs> I would guess, and this is me not knowing at all, they're sort of a similar size to like Rocket Recordings, like that sort of label. Not as big as a big... but Not a like, domino. No, oh, no, for sure not. But like some sort of a sort of big, small label. Yes, that's what I would go with. I mean, whoever puts like three or four June records out of like... Fairly ropey in places. Uh, <laughs> Amazing in some places, ropey in some others. Yeah, it's yeah. like 80% rope and 20% genius. I'm not sure a big label would get away with that. Anyway, I am going to play this one. This is from uh, Fatoshi Moriyama. This record, it came out originally in 2015, as I say, um, just a small release. Uh, I think it was just on a CDR. And they've reissued it. And the record itself is super varied super interesting and yeah how i described it was a beautiful weird and almost orchestral and hopefully you grasp that from what you listen to now this is actually the last track on the record which i described as a stunning climax to because it sort of wraps the whole thing up in a beautiful uh, package and hopefully you enjoy it it is Fotoshi moriyama and this track is called kuro Thank you. 
some Uruguayan folk before and then some sort of, uh, I guess that's nearly folk itself, sort of Japanese library music finds you in a uh, in thoughtful mood. Uh, yeah, it's a contemplative. <laughs> a contem- yes, you know, I started a new job this week, a very good, a very good, very exciting, very interesting new job. And maybe, maybe like when you start a new job, it really like hammers your brain. Like it really hurts. What, um, what app should people sign up to if they want to support you at your job? They need to pay us money for me to, uh, to do it. Oh, no, Olio is the name of the app. O-L-I-O. It's a good ethical company for recycling your stuff that you don't want anymore. Exactly. It's a local sharing app. Originally designed around preventing food from going to waste, uh, but also can be used for passing on any sort of household items into the community to people who will find them useful. It's very, very good. And I'd used it for a long time before I got offered a job there. And I'm very happy to be there and to give them a plug on this podcast. Although they should be paying us for the, for the sponsorship. <laughs> Sorry, State 51. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they are paying you, obviously. Yeah, that is, that is true. I'm not giving you any of it, though. <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, sorry, I've got music to talk about, haven't I? Yes, that was the sounds of, uh, very contemplative sounds of Toshi Moriyama. And yeah, he's an artist who's based in Osaka, like EM Records are. It says he started his musical career in the early noughties, improvising music, and sort of, he's only got this one record out over the last 21 years. Uh, but it is a very good one, and it's called Yutai, uh, which translates to plus minus. And yeah. EM Records is just somewhere you should check out if you're interested in experimental music that is coming out from East Asia, ultimately. Nice. Well, thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. It has always been an absolute delight to bring you this music. If you want to support us financially, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash independent music podcast. We have a live show tonight. Tonight, if you're you're listening on Monday. Exactly, where we are going to be bringing some high-tempo, high-energy bangers. Maybe this is why I'm in contemplative mood, because all I'd be doing elsewhere is preparing for that podcast. Listening to 150 BPM (laughs) bangers. Seriously, it's... uh, Yeah, I I don't need any magic potions to get me going on that. Yeah, so if you sign up to the Patreon now, you don't only get the warm and fuzzy feeling of supporting me and Gareth, which we really, really appreciate, but you also get to tune in tonight to our live podcast where we have a wonderful community of regulars. Yeah, everybody knows each other. Me and Gareth play some wonderful videos. They're all very welcoming to newbies. Exactly. Always have a great time. And thanks again to State 51 for sponsoring the podcast. And if you want to get in touch with us, submissions at independentmusicpodcast.net is the place I always listen to all the music that comes in there. And actually, uh, we'll, we have to decide what we're doing like next week, because in December, we're going to be moving into our favorites of the year. So that might start next week or it might start the week after we will decide. But if you are a patron, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast, there is still time left to vote on your favorites of the year uh, from the podcast and therefore frame what we're going to play on one of those shows. Okay, last one from me is a new project called Non-Existent. It's a collaboration between Alex Tucker, whose music you might know, we played him on the podcast in his own solo work, but also in uh, various collaborations. Astrid Steeholder, she was in a band I loved called Rare Graphs, but Paper Dollhouse was her more recent solo project. And Luke Murray, who's a producer that um, 
uh, I've not, I know him personally, but I haven't come across his, his actual work before. So during, you know, during COVID, some people had some more time to make, to make a bit of music. Um, this is what they came up with. It is sort of ambient, experimental, soundtracky, synthesizer-y stuff. I think it is excellent. I thoroughly enjoy yeah, all the music that Alex and Ash should do and don't always manage to feature it on the podcast. So I wanted to get this one. This is a third track from their record, self-titled, non-existent, untitled three, Auburn Vacuum. And we'll be back with you next week. Bye. 